The sound may be a recording, but it's the sounds of a working museum where coins are still minted. Commemorative coins, souvenir coins, small sculptures, medallions, medals and honorary decorations. Everyday French euros and currency for several other countries, in fact, are manufactured in a plant at Pessac in southwest France. But visitors to La Monnaie de Paris, or to the Paris Mint as we could call it in English, can see craftspeople working and machines operating from Monday to Friday in a foundry. This is why the freshly renovated 18th century buildings make a unique museum, says Aurélien Rousseau, the new CEO, with a touch of pride in his voice. Le musée, il est très important à, à, au moins à deux titres. The museum is very important for at least two reasons. Firstly, legally, our mission is to make the most of our skills and the heritage. And besides, this heritage belongs to the French people. You see many things which have never been seen before. It also shows handmade crafts and skills that cannot be seen in any other company in France. This is the museum's primary role. Secondly, and very importantly, for several years now, we've been programming contemporary art exhibitions. The connections between a factory, a museum and contemporary art production are fundamental for us. Visitors will be able to experience this coherence. There will be more and more connections between our heritage collections and our contemporary exhibitions. To that end, one of the artists invited next year to the Monet de Paris will be Subodh Gupta, the Indian metalworking artist. In the engraving workshop, its chief, Yves Sampo, who trained at the prestigious Boulle Decorative Arts Craft School, chips away at a large-scale brass coin to make the reverse image of a design by Joachim Jimenez, which will be on a new piece. Just a few feet away is a 19th-century machine in which converts the large-scale master coin design into the small-scale master coin, which will be stamped. Anne-Sophie Duroyon-Chavan is one of the Paris Mint's cultural administrators. She knows the renovation project, the museum and its contents, historical, artistic and industrial, like the back of her hand. She says on the machinery side, some technology dating back more than 200 years has not been bettered. Here we have um, one of the older machines. Yes, here at the Monet de Paris we're using uh, some machine with which are from uh, 19th century, and uh, here is a reducing uh, machine. It has been invented in the 18th century. This machine is from the 60s, but we don't have any machine today that works better than those machines will be improved in uh, the Quai de Conti by uh, our engineer. And uh, the process is the same, and uh, we're still using uh, those machines to produce today. How fascinating to watch this process, the slow part where the master engravers use tools which are so specialised they make them themselves and leave them with the workshop when they retire. And then the faster stamping part, all of which contributes to making, in a similar way at the plant outside Paris, the coins we use today to buy a baguette. But for how much longer? Anne-Sophie Duroyant, Chavan. We probably have uh, less uh, coins and, and notes in the future, but uh, I think currency and coins still have uh, their place in the economy. And this museum is a way to make people understand this. And uh, it's easier to pay with a telephone or credit card or 
whatever innovation can uh, imagine. But for us, it's uh, a way to promote this uh, type of uh, currency. But it becomes a, an art object, an objet d'art. Yes, it is, because you, we have um, here uh, the engraver are working on the punch and dice of the currencies that with the same know-how and the same quality as um, coins in gold and silver or medals. And it's a little piece of art that everybody has in his pocket. If you want to go deeper back in time at the Paris Mint, if you want to know about the architecture of this splendid 18th century integrated factory and residence, the man to ask is the art historian in charge of the museum's collection, artefacts and coins, Victor Hunsbuckler. There is a long history for coins and for medals. For metal, it's much more artistic than for coins, obviously more artistic, because as the artists of the Académie Royale de Peinture et Sculpture... The Royal Academy of Painting and Sculpture. Yes. Uh, were involved in the creation of those medals. As a king, Louis XIV, Louis XIV, uh, decided to create a whole history of his reign with medals. And in order to create that he decided to make work together the great artists, sculptors, designers of his time. And they uh, proposed the drawings of the medals and some authors, some uh, intellectuals, it's not the right term for, for the time, but some intellectuals were in charge of creating the motto of the metal. And you know, it's very interesting because sometimes it's difficult to know what a motto says. One example for Louis XIV, for, for Louis XIV, you have a motto, uh, Nec pluribus impar. Uh, Nec pluribus impar in Latin, but what is important is that you could only understand what the motto says if you look at the image and that is the metal art how do you depict this particular motto on the two sides of the metal in the first one you have a portrait of Louis Fortius and you have a smiling sun which covered the complete surface of the metal. So Louis Fortius is that son whose power is on the whole system, on the whole universe, who doesn't have any equal nec pluribus impar. Nothing as good as Louis XIV. <laughs> so, yes. And so that history and that we know about him and how important he thought he was, partly because of this coin. Yes, because medals and coins were a perfect uh, mean to give informations. And it was the mean used uh, in order to recognize Louis says. Uh, Louis XVI, during his escape in Varennes, he was arrested because a man recognized him because of his portrait on a coin. For a king, creating history with medal was an act of propaganda. What are the oldest coins you have here on display, or the oldest medals? 
we have the oldest coin in the world, which is the Cressida, which was done for the King Cressus, with the gold coming from the river Pactol, Pactolus, and it's a fantastic coin. We're going to go and have a look at it. Tiny. Very, very tiny, yes. Of it's the course. size of a fingernail. Yes, exactly. And it's pure gold. It's pure gold and a very, very rare gold because coming from the River Pactolus. So. You have, I think, in the collection here something like 170,000 pieces. How many are on display? 1,834 pieces on display and in our collection we preserved coins, medals, drawings, sculptures, paintings, a lot of different things, saying how important was this place and the cultural history of Paris. At the end of the 80th century, in the late 70th century, etc. etc. <laughs> There's so much going on at the renovated Monet de Paris, the Paris Mint, including a restaurant run by one of the most elegant of French chefs, Guy Savoie, as well as, but not least of all, the current exhibition called Women House, showing the works of 40 women artists. It's organised jointly with the National Museum of Women in the Arts in Washington, D.C., in the United States. It's on until the 28th of January 2018. That's all we have time for this week. I'll be back with Cinephile on the 29th of November with French film directors Rachid Hami and Marine Francaine. Thank you for listening. From me, Roslyn Hyams. And until next time, goodbye.